After 11 years in the Scudetto wilderness, AC Milan returned to the Serie A summit last season. Expectations have raised for the Rossoneri as they look to defend their title while juggling midweek Champions League action. All while the likes of Juventus, Inter Milan and Roma have been sharpening their tools over the transfer window. I'm joined by Jonathan Johnson today to discuss whether last year's success was a fluke or a sign of things to come for the Rossoneri. Que golazo begins right now. Today's Kegolasso episode is presented by Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. For those who don't like to sweat, the choice is clear. Gillette is your ticket to all-day freshness. Gillette, the best a man can get. Hey, everybody, welcome to Kegolasso. Jonathan Johnson in the house. How are you, buddy? Hey, doing well, thanks. And yourself? I'm very good. I'm always happy to see you here uh, as we discuss some Serie A. Let's talk about AC Milan, Jonathan Johnson. Let's, first of all, after everything has been done, the dust has been settled, and they are kings of Serie A. I'm wondering, was it a case of Milan being dominant or other teams having an off year? What do you think? I mean, I think that there's a number of ways that you can look at it, but I think ultimately that Milan you know, sort of gave us a taste, uh, not in the season just gone, but the one before, uh, you know, of their their title winning capabilities and then managed to see at home, uh, you know, in 2021-22. Uh, so for me, I, th I, I think it takes away from that achievement a little bit to say that, you know, they won it because uh, certain other teams had off days. I mean, yes, there were some teams, you know, Napoli started the season like a house on fire, really, uh, you know, fell away. Juventus had an awful start to the season, which basically cost them their title chances. Inter Milan obviously, you know, paid, uh, you know, a heavy price in the end, given the changes that were made, uh, you know, during the offseason after they were champions, but they still managed to run AC Milan close. So I, I wouldn't really sort of take away from Milan's title success by looking at what other teams did, uh, you know, or didn't do. Uh, I would all, I would look at it as, uh, you know, Milan ultimately managing to take it one step further after what was a promising season uh, before that. And I think ultimately that combination that they have of experience and a young talent, uh, you know, being able to replace important players, not necessarily on a shoestring, but at a fraction of the cost, uh, you know, really paid off well, uh, you know, and obviously a lot has changed uh, with the takeover as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so let's look ahead now to what AC Milan could look like for the 2022-2023 season. It's worth noting, by the way, that the U.S. investment firm, uh, Redbird Capital Partners, uh, agreed a $1.3 billion acquisition of the club. Redbird, already an investor in Fenway Sports Group, uh, the owner of Liverpool as well. So, you know, they're looking to make a, a statement in Serie A from a U.S. ownership perspective. That should help them in terms of... Uh, you know, uh, incentivizing the economical situation with AC Milan. But how do you see this squad looking ahead? Rafa Leal was fantastic last season. Uh, Mike Mignon, of course, uh, a true contender for that number one spot for France as well. Uh, obviously, Hugo Lloris has it covered, but Mignon is no uh, slouch. But there's so much talent in this AC Milan side. Tonali, of course, how would you see how they do in 2022-2023, specifically as well, because Inter are looking very interesting uh, this preseason with Paolo Dybala looking in as well. And of course, Lukaku returning uh, on loan from Chelsea. How would you assess AC Milan this season? I know it's very early, but can they do it as well as they juggle, of course, Champions League action? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a fair question, and I think a lot of the experience, uh, you know, from the the season just gone, they're going to call upon. It's going to make them a lot stronger this coming campaign. I do think that there now probably need to be some questions asked about the status of some of the veteran members of the squad. Obviously, we know Zlatan Ibrahimovic is out for the foreseeable future with injury. You've also got Olivier Giroud, who is the best part of forty years old. Same goes for Simon Kiar at the in defence as well. But you know, these guys have brought a lot to the to the group in terms of mentality there's a lot of talented young blood uh, you know in the squad and I think they will benefit from the experience of winning the Scudetto last season and the other thing as well uh, you know when we're talking about Redbird Capital coming in is uh, you know they they're the owners of Toulouse who have just gotten promoted to, to Ligue 1 as well that project centers a lot around data now I wonder if that's also going to factor into the way uh, that Milan approach uh, their transfer dealings in the future because we already know that they have uh, a fantastic stats set up there at the club uh, and I think that they will, uh, you know, only look to, to grow on that, make intelligent acquisitions. So I don't think that there's any need to really change, uh, you know, too much about it. I think it's a great move, uh, you know, to keep Maldini on side, uh, you know, and I, I don't really even see there, there being any sort of need to, you know, potentially consider replacing purely either because we've seen uh you know how it takes time for a new coach to to settle into a new job i mean look at inzaghi once conte left at inter you know that was almost as big a void to fill as romelo lukaku who who in interestingly enough will be heading back to inter for uh you know the the coming season to to go up against milan to to try and wrest that title away from them so for me i think it's less about making you know really sweeping changes and seeing how much uh you know the the, the current crop of talent with a few intelligent acquisitions uh you know can can really adapt and and thrive in this uh, situation as uh, defending champions, because I think that they're better set to defend their title than Inter were, uh, you know, 12 months ago with all the transfer changes that were made. But also at the same time, it's not just about what happens domestically with Milan now. It's about can they get themselves back on the continental stage and established? We saw Inter have a better season in the Champions League last season, despite the fact that they missed out on the, the Serie A title. Uh, and I hope that Milan will learn from what was quite a difficult group stage for them in the Champions League uh, and be able to be much more of a force <clears throat> on the continental stage this coming season. So I think that those are potentially realistic goals for, for Milan to target. But like I said, uh, you know, big questions need to be asked of those aging stars in the squad and how much they can realistically contribute from here on in. Yeah, in order to compete in Serie A and the Champions League, you need a deep squad. And of course, as we tape this, uh, many news can happen after the fact. The transfer window is a constant mover, so news may happen even after you watch this. But there are some names. Of course, Frank Kessie is leaving regardless. Personal terms have been agreed with Barcelona. So that's a, that's a situation already done. Regardless of what happens with Frank Kessie, he will not be an AC Milan player as well. You mentioned the aging players, Jonathan Johnson. There's also talk, of course, of Renato Sanchez. We we have to wait was what happens there but what what would be your prediction then Jonathan Johnson uh you know we're looking at around March 2023 where are champ where are AC Milan in that situation if you can look at your crystal ball I think they'll still be in title contention I'm not going to say that they'll be you know 
way out in front, uh, you know, leading the pack or, or trailing behind. I think they'll be there and thereabouts, sort of think roughly along the lines of how close Inter and, and Milan were uh, this season with, with Inter obviously chasing as uh, defending champions. I'm curious to see what happens with Napoli, given how fast last season's start to Serie A was. Uh, you know, we'll see if they can ultimately turn into one of the main contenders. But you have to assume that Juventus are going to come back much, much stronger than they were uh, this season just gone. So for me, I think that they'll probably be in and around the top three uh, come uh, March of next year. All right. We'll see. And not forgetting, of course, that Juventus uh, want to keep climbing up with Max Allegri. But AC Milan, the champions of Serie A, now they have Champions League football. It's going to be super intriguing to see what they do next season. And of course, you can watch it exclusively on Paramount+. Plus, Jonathan Johnson, John underscore Lagosa. Make sure to follow his content on CBS Sports and your CBS Sports app. LME, we will see you next time. Till then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.